Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Mustard Music Podcast. My name is Joe Lynch and I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? Hey. And Lindsay Havens. Hello. Uh, Lindsay, welcome mm. back from your wait. We the, <laughs> never mind. I guess uh, this is our second one this week. Yeah, Lindsay, we talked Monday. I just wanted to Lindsay, uh, welcome just wanted back. to, to lavish welcome uh, back, praise man. on you for the panel you did recently. Oh, thank you. It's very kind. Yeah. What What was the panel about? It was Tell a lot of fun. Everything. All right. Um, you so, went to DC. I went to DC, the Big Apple. Um, no, I, I have not been to DC since 2008. <laughs> Sorry. I just... I, he just so, got Yeah. Weird. Anyway. Um, just, just keep going. Yeah. yeah. Um, I went to DC for a panel pegged to the music festival All Things Go, which had one all-women lineup. Like, mm-hmm. one day was all-women artists, um, curated by Lizzie Plappinger and mm-hmm. Maggie Rogers. So, tied to that, they had panels the night before it started. And I was on the Women in Music panel. That's awesome. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was my first panel experience. Congrats. Thank you. That's awesome. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah it went well. Um, well, here's to many more such oh, panels. Thanks. Yeah. Um, all right, but uh, enough of enough of patting me. you on the back. Yeah. Let's move um, on. Let's dive into some music. So I'm going to start with one of my picks. Uh, this is, uh, I'm, I'm just getting ready for Jason to laugh at me. So, uh, it is a song from the new Quavo album. Uh, you know, I like Migos, but I'm there's a laughing. particular reason I picked this song. Uh, it's because this Quavo yeah. song features none other than Madonna, uh, which was a surprise. No one knew she was going to be featured on this album. Uh, you know, the album came out today. Uh, Madonna is on a song with Cardi B. Uh, it is called Champagne Rosé, or as Madonna pronounces it throughout the song, Champagne Rosé. It's the only um, way to say it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she just changed, changed the pronunciation it, yeah. of champagne, i.e. champagne, forever. Yeah. Um, no, there's there's just a lot, a lot of things going on in this song I like. Um, you know, Migos kind of sticks to a pretty similar sound. Like, their albums, you could say, are consistent. You could also say they get a little samey. Um, this one, I feel like there's a little bit more uh, going on. It's kind of, like, sort of outside. I mean, listen, it sounds... It's still, like, kind of a that mesmerizing trap sort of thing. But there's some modulations going on. There's some interesting things. Uh, there's a flute in the background, oh, which is kind of strange part. to hear. 
uh, with Quavo's voice, and I already said this to Jason, I already floated this theory. But here's the thing. So it's called Champagne Rosé. Uh-huh. There's a flute on the song. What do you serve champagne in but a, a flute? flute. Is that yeah. intentional? I don't think anyone thought that. Is that I, think, I think that might have been intentional. Really? I would not be surprised, but it's quite I also clever. might be crazy. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Madonna is on it. Um, it's a little quick one, you know, maybe seven second vocal thing, but it repeats throughout. So she's basically on the whole song. Well, she has that verse at the end, which is like, oh, yeah. sort of similar, That's but true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. a little deviation. Um, and yeah, no, it's it's good. You know, she's there's a lot of voice modulations with her, like the music album. Um, you know, and there's a well, what do you guys think about it before I keep so I like I like this I like this song. So it's it's Quavo, Cardi, uh, and Madonna, and my I, I think that I think it's really strong. My my one thing about it is that even it's a, a little over four minutes. While Lindsay just I tried to do it in talking. secret. Uh, that was tough for me to witness. Um, even though it's a little over four minutes long, this song feels too long. Like it just feels like, and I think part of it is because the verses are, are so short and mm-hmm. the hook is so long that it just feels like this song could have been clipped by like a minute. And yeah, I can see that. I mean, th- I don't. That's not really anything within the song that I just dis- dis- dislike. I think like. The kind of hypnotic, like modulated Madonna hook is is like plays well against Quavo and Cardi's verses, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, just like structurally feels a little bit off. I feel like it had to be the length that it is though, because whenever you get something that hypnotic, you like almost need the time to realize that it's hypnotic. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if it was shorter, it wouldn't have the same effect. I don't yeah. think you yeah. need the repetition. Yeah, so that by the end of it, you're like, whoa. Yeah. What just happened? <laughs> is that what you were like? <laughs> kind of. Were you like, whoa? Yeah. I was like, whoa. Uh, yeah, I really like this. Um, I actually like the album a lot. I Before I realized that you'd pick this song, I was thinking of doing Huncho Dream or oh. Dreams. Because um, that song, there's a lot to unpack there. But Well, do you want to unpack some of it? Do you <laughs> no. Wanna... I, I mean, I. <laughs> no. Okay. And we won't get into it because I, <laughs> I didn't prepare properly. But I just, you know, he's talking about Nikki and yeah. in a way that is some like he's respectful at the same time as mm-hmm. being a little controversial um yeah i just it surprised me when i was listening through that was the track where i was like wait a minute what mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah i was also wondering like i mean now that you brought up nikki um yeah madonna has collaborated with nikki minaj i think twice before on in the studio and you know the, she was nikki was in her bitch and madonna video mm-hmm. and uh you know, the Super Bowl, and it is sort of surprising to have Madonna on a song with Cardi. I mean, it's also very possible Madonna and Cardi have never been in the same room together. Right. Um, but I'm wondering if there's, like, if the Madonna Minaj love fest is over. Oh, no. Or if this is just coincidental. That's an interesting point well to make. Yeah. Well, I will say that in Cardi's verse, and I'm, I'm pulling it up right now, uh, there is, and I, you know, I was reading the lyrics on Genius before... <laughs> We we tape or we're taping this, and there is something that they call out. Um, the end of uh, Cardi's verse goes, uh, "I don't do number two. That's the type of shit I'm on." And oh, for, I didn't even put that together. And the the annotation on Genius and whoever annotated kudos uh is this might be a veiled reference to Nikki debuting at number two and Damn. You know, contesting that she debuted at number two. But obviously, I could I, also I, just be a poop joke. Honestly, I mean, it's it's a <laughs> look. I'm not denying it's also a poop joke. Yeah, but by saying I don't do number two, I mean that that could just be a general thing. But yeah, 
lies. Everyone does number two. <laughs> no, I'm moving saying, on. I'm saying <laughs> I don't do number two. Like she could be talking about like I'm no, number I get one. it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. So it might not be a, a Nikki. It's possible. Yeah, it really might reference. be though. Yeah, that would be pretty it's, clever. It's tough. She's like, yeah, look, I, mean, I got Madonna on a track and I got a number one album. Yeah, I think Oof. it's it's tough though. Whenever like these things happen, then people start like reading into absolutely everything. Yeah. Um I could I'm 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 fifty fifty with that line. But anyways, uh let's listen to it. It's Quavo featuring Cardi B and Madonna, Champagne Rose. All right, that was New Quavo uh, from his solo album, <clears throat> Quavo Huncho. Uh, next up, let's do uh, let's do a Jason pick. Let's do Lil Baby and Gunna, Drip Too Hard. Yes, all right. So um, Lil Baby and, and Gunna put out this Drip Harder uh project together joint project i believe last week i think uh yeah at some point uh and uh drip too hard is is kind of the standout single if you look on like spotify's u.s charts it's number one right now Mm. um and uh in kind of the same way that i say that uh the quavo song is a little bit too long this is like the perfect kind of like gonna say pop pop length rap song to me um it's so catchy i mean to back up a little bit, like uh, Gunna has been a young thug protege. Lil Baby is on quality control and had uh, a pretty big song with uh, Drake. Are, Lindsay's only yawning when I talk and it's really <laughs> messing me up. I'm not trying to do it on purpose. I'll hold them in. No, it's fine. <laughs> not, on purpose, it's just natural. Oh, yeah. 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 It's when I, when I speak, it's, it's boring. Um but Lil, Lil Baby obviously had a big hit with Drake, and you know it's it's funny we we just had uh, Coach K and P, the heads of Quality Control, as our hip hop and R and B execs of the year, and part of their interview was uh, them saying like Lil Baby's up next, and he's gonna be like a superstar. And honestly, when I read that, I was like a little bit skeptical of like you know like the the song with Drake was was strong, but like Drake kind of dominates that song. And I was, I've been kind of waiting, and this project, and especially this single, kind of seems like that. Like, uh, him and Gunna play really well off each other, but also, um, Trip Too Hard, like, Lil Baby sounds like a superstar on this song. Like, he sounds like yeah. he's completely, like, in control. He's, uh, he's unique in his flow. Um, yeah, he just kind of dominates this song, and it, while also, he dominates this song, but also makes room for Gunna when, when need be. Um, I love it. Like it's it's a it's a really great uh it's a really great project, but I think the single is definitely the standout. So, yeah, what do you guys think? Yeah, when this um <clears throat> I think it was it was on the Hot 100, right? I for some reason this came this across song? my yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um it when it first video. came across my radar, I yeah, I was just like imme- I don't know, there's something so immediate about it. Like yeah. within 30 seconds I was like, yeah. "Wait, this is really good." And yeah. then like then I just wanted to listen later, to it. It's over. Yeah, exactly. It's really short. Yeah. Um and I just wanted to like listen to it over and over. It's like very low key. It's it's a tough trick to pull off to have something that's like kind of like this low key but also like insanely catchy at the same time. Uh and this like hits that sweet spot 
And I agree, like, it's, like, the perfect length. Like, it ends and you want to listen to it again, which is, you know, I mean, it's not what every song needs to be, but that's certainly, like, a great thing for, that's a great quality for a song to have. Yeah. Um, You might say control is a great quality. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Well. (laughs) You want anything? No, I want to leave it at that. That was it? Okay. Um, I thought you were going to say something like drip too hard. I think this drips just hard enough. I uh, saved that one for you to say. All right. Thank <laughs> I, that was, all right. Anyways, uh, let's listen to it. It's a little baby and gonna drip too hard. Drip too hard. Don't stand too close. You won't fuck around and drown. Off this way. Doing all these shows. I've been on the road. I don't care where I go. Long as I get paid. Bad little vibe. She been on my mind. Soon as I get back, she can stay. Do this all the time. This ain't no surprise. All right, uh, Lindsay, we're going to do yes. one of your picks. Uh, let's start with, I'm going to make you wait for the one I know uh, you really want. Okay. Uh, let's start with LMA and her. It's, it's her, right? The H-E-R. H-E-R, is it H-E-R? It's H-E-R. Oh, it's H-E-R. Well, I didn't know that. I didn't know Anyways. that either. So it's, it's all There caps. is an artist, her. Yeah. This artist is H-E-R. Right. It's great. capital H-E-R with periods. Mm-hmm. You Anyways, you've seen the name apparently as H-E-R, and it stands for Having Everything Revealed. When, of course. You know, great. Yeah. Um, and then LMA. So they have a song uh, together on LMA's just dropped debut album. It's called mm-hmm. Gut Feeling. And Lindsay, you picked this. Yeah. Um, I really like this album from Ella. I've been waiting for the album. You know, Boot Up was a massive hit. Um, and then we talked about her follow-up hit, Trip, on this podcast. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah, which is, they're both really, really good. Um, overall, I was surprised the album is mostly down-tempo. Like, Boot Up is the most catchy one of all. Yeah. Um, trip is the second most catchy one yeah. of all <laughs> but so just like leaning into the more down tempo vibe this song really stood out to me um it's just like a, a very pretty piano ballad from two artists that i'm super into right now um and it's cool seeing them work together in that way and yeah I'm, other than that i mean nothing really stands out it's just a pretty track <laughs> from two artists who are sort of having a moment right now yeah yeah, I, I I like how they play off of each other, and I I agree. I I I was hoping for a little something a little bit more dynamic yeah. listening to it, be, just because I am that fan, like that a big fan of Boot Up and Trip. Um, you know, I what I do like about this, and I I need to listen to the full album again. I listened to it once, but mm-hmm. I like how this kind of segs into Trip on the track list, and it's yeah. it uh it's like a nice flow. Uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a fan of HER. Like I think that there's a lot of potential there that she hasn't quite tapped yet in terms mm-hmm. of really breaking through and um, kind of understanding what makes her unique in a very, in, in an, an increasingly crowded R and B landscape. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I like this one, Joe. Yeah. I liked this a lot. Um, I think the piano really, I mean, it stands out in a, in a way that um, generally speaking, like, Ella's sound, uh, it's just, it's kind of like a classic, like maybe 40s, 1950s piano, like very yeah. like lovely and twinkling and assured. Um, it's not like a modern piano sound. It's a bit throwback. Yeah, totally. Which I like. Um, and I love, you know, I mean, the the lyrics, I think, are really uh, relatable and hit hard. I mean, it's called gut feeling. And, you know, it's 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 about yeah. that 
fear that, uh, you know, your significant other is cheating on you, even though you don't really have any evidence, you're still, you can't get it out of your head. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of speaks to that, like, really, like, sad, melancholy, like, gut punch feeling. Or yeah. that, like, lingering the discomfort. The two of them do a very good job of just sort of, like, stating it how you would almost say it to a friend. Yes. Like, if a friend's, yeah. like, pressuring you for, like information like well what did he do or like right. what, what did they do what's wrong you like nothing and you're like nothing you're like well just i went like, through the phone and off. i didn't find anything yeah. and i searched the email <laughs> and i didn't find anything yep. but you're like but i know something's going on yeah exactly but they do it in such a beautiful way on this song yeah or yeah exactly or you don't which sound is why crazy. it's funny it's like the opposite of cardi's what be careful was that the one yeah oh yeah it's like the it's funny more low-key version of that yeah yeah but anyways, uh, so let's listen to it. It's Gut Feeling and H.E.R. from uh, Ella's debut album. And speaking of, uh, Ella is on the new cover. Yeah, cover with Post Malone Boards. and Dua yeah. Lipa. And yeah, yes. you know, I definitely think that uh, given the long, you know, we use this as kind of a platform of artists that could have uh, big impacts at the Grammys. And I think that Boot Up is, is definitely going to be in, in there oh, somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Be a lot of places. All right. So let's listen to it. Gut Feeling. Don't ask questions usually Got the answers that I need Intuition telling me All right, let's do a uh, reader suggestion now. Or reader, yeah. what am I talking about? Listener. For those no. of you reading the podcast at home. Yeah, for those of you who have someone reading transcribe it, yeah. print it out, and then read along. Just a, like, Jason, <laughs> I like this song. Like, great. Just great. Parentheses, laughter. Um Okay, so yeah, so uh, well, let me see who was it. I don't even it? know what the reader suggestion we're talking about. I, I emailed about this. Uh, <laughs> listener Chad Davis, uh, who's from Austin, Texas, recommended we talk about Lauren Elena's Ladies in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Uh, he did email about he this. Did, he did he tweet did. at us, uh, which is great. Always tweet at us. Um, I hadn't heard the song. I'm familiar with Lauren Elena. I watched her season of American Idol, which Same. was quite a ways in the, or quite a bit ago. Um, that was the one season I had to like live recap. So I li- yeah, I'm really familiar. I live recap that for Vulture or Yahoo or I don't remember. Yeah. But Wait, when was she on the show? 2011. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You were just a g- glimmer <laughs> in your father's <laughs> eye. <laughs> wow. I just I like <laughs> so Lindsay <laughs> is seven. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's crazy. What an accomplished podcaster pretty, yeah. at the age of seven. She's achieved a lot yeah yeah thank you thank you yeah i just missed her come up entirely that's i mean honestly at that point i don't think most people were watching american idol yeah like well actually no that was when scotty yeah, mccurry was won yeah. i guess yeah i guess no, he was so really was big popular then. i think that she was, came in number two that was the first year with uh jennifer lopez and oh, steven yeah. tyler oh my god steven tyler when he would just wacky he would just say nothing. He would just spout <laughs> words that weren't connected at all and then go, whoo, and then everyone would like laugh and be like, Stephen Tyler is such a good judge. Yeah. You know what would be a quick aside? Like a quick aside, you know what would be an amazing interview? If you asked either Nicki Minaj or Mariah Carey to just talk about their season on American Idol, like how much do you think Nicki Minaj remembers about 
her time on American People Idol. have, no, Mariah's she's said like, a lot she's of, done so many Mariah's things talked a lot of shit about it, like how she well, hated it, and... I just want to hear, like, what that process was like. That, yeah. I can't believe Nikki was... Anyway. It was weird. Do you remember oh, when... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, Mariah and Nikki said they were judges together and Mariah was talking to someone and she was like, it's so hard to get a number one hit in this business. You know, I have X many, and but not everyone can get a number one hit. What? And I it don't was like very, very pointed. Wow. Um, yeah, the shade was... What a disaster. D- drowning in shade. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so that was the real diversion. Uh, so Lauren Elena, she ended up with the country number one hit with Kane Brown with What Ifs. Uh, now she has uh, she's doing her solo thing, which she's been doing for a while, but it actually seems to be getting some traction. Uh, this song is called Ladies in the 90s. Uh, it's country, but it's like very pop country. It's super fun. Um, I hadn't heard this, so thanks for recommending it. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's all about her singing how she was raised on radio waves when the ladies dominated. She references Britney, uh, Strawberry Wine, No Scrubs. Um, it's just kind I of do this, love like, the really fun chorus where she just like, Go, you know how it's a big thing at the beginning of award shows for people, the host, to do like yes. a little mashup? Right. She sort of does that on the chorus here, but in a, yeah. in a fun way and by someone who can actually sing. Right. So it's nice. Yeah. No shade to Tracy <laughs> but, uh But I like, and that's also fun because like there's, this is uh, the like second Britney Hit Me Baby One More Time reference in a song like this month like is that Charlie XCX Troy yeah, Sivan song it's all the two of these songs are also this is like the country version of that and that's the sure. pop version of this yeah. yeah, you know 90s nostalgia it's back 90s nostalgia comes every 20 years Yeah, <laughs> we're actually nearing the end of it yeah Um, but you, you what do you think about it you, you like it it's fun uh, yeah it's fun <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push that. It's yeah, I think uh, it's a it's a fun little song. Like I said, the the mashup is exciting. Um, I think she does it well. But honestly, like the the phrase "ladies of the '90s" doesn't roll off the tongue because if anyone else out there has seen Pitch Perfect, that one mm-hmm. scene where they're doing the spinner to see, you know, like what acapella group is gonna sing what, they get "ladies of the '80s." That does roll off the tongue. And that just sounds better. So ladies, I, I get a 80s, little yeah. yeah. But, Anyways. you know, can't change when she was born. Can't she, though? <laughs> Sounds like a quitter attitude. Um, anyways, let's listen to it. So it's Lauren Elena, Ladies in the 90s. I just want to feel like ladies in the 90s. Turn the dial and find me some strawberry wine. So I can sing all night long, acting like I'm Britney. Come 
All right, that was Lauren Elena per Chad Davis's fan wreck. Thank Thanks, you for Chad. that. Thanks, Chad. Tweet Thanks, us Chad. with more songs. Yeah. Even when I forget that they happen, <laughs> Joe will yeah. find them and email yeah. them. Yeah, I've, I've got my eye on it. Yeah. Um, Jason, let's do another one of your picks. Uh, yeah. Drake and Bad Bunny, Together at Last. Finally, finally. Um, song is M.I.A., not involving the well, artist M.I.A. Well, is it like it's just Mia, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, but it, I, I hear what you're saying because it's Mia like all caps, so I was like... Is it yeah. MIA? But he sings me. Yeah. Plus, the, the song itself was MIA for a bit. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> You're really taking like the Joe like mantle of 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 dad jokes. This, this <laughs> yeah. Thanks, someone asked you. I'll, I'll let you dominate again next week, but <laughs> um, I'm on a roll. So, Bad Bunny and Drake um, together at last, I guess. I mean, yeah. he, here's the thing. We, we were talking yesterday about how couple years ago drake uh tried to sing uh in spanish with romeo santos that song uh odio was not the best a little odious oh he's back yeah there is no competition for <laughs> the original yeah. <laughs> um but this one it just seems much more natural and uh it just kind of sp- Speaks to more than anything, like this speaks to how savvy Drake is. Like, yeah, to record, like to understand that Bad Bunny is is blowing up uh, within Latin music, but also outside within mm-hmm. mainstream pop music. Obviously, he was on uh, I Like It with Cardi B and J Balvin, but like he just seems really magnetic as as a new like uh, commodity within pop music. And this is just a great showcase for both of them. I think that it. It obviously feels more natural for Bad Bunny, but even without like the the language barrier, uh, and I think Drake does pretty admirably with with his Spanish here. But I think that even the styling, the the, the delivery, the basically the whole vibe of this just feels more like a Bad Bunny song than a Drake song. It's only yeah. it's been like a minute since Drake has felt a little bit out of his comfort zone on a on a single. Um, like even if you think about like songs by like Black Boy JB and Lil Baby, like he still kind of dominates. But this mm-hmm. one, he's definitely like he's playing an away game, and yeah. I think that's a, good, a a credit to Bad Bunny and his whole aesthetic. So mm-hmm. I love it. I I know that John Caramonica at the Times tweeted that like it, this is the song of the summer oh, gonna released in October, um, and it's kind of true. Like this song, I think is going to be a huge, huge hit, and um, you know the year of Drake kind of rolls on. So. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. I mean, I don't know. Like, Bad Bunny sounds comfortable, but like, I don't know. Drake sounds. I think, like we said, like he's too out of his element for me. He sounds like like I just don't know why he's on this song, other than the fact that like Drake is, you know, arguably the biggest pop star in the world right now. Like, it. He doesn't like add to it like i think someone else would have made more sense i mean I, he makes sense because like people are listening to it because it's drake but like yeah like he, artistically he doesn't really add anything to it like he sounds fine but not great he doesn't sound super comfortable uh the song itself is like pretty mid-tempo and like it's cool it's good but like i feel like they needed someone to like match bad bunny's energy or take mm-hmm. it to the next level and drake just kind of like acquits himself um it's not like yeah. If it, if the, if this gets played over and over, like I'm not gonna be angry at it, but like I'm certainly not gonna go out of my way to like be putting this on regularly. Yeah. I was pretty like, I was like, yeah, sure, fine, why not with it? 
I agree. For as much as this song has been hyped, when I listened to it, I was kind of like, that. that's it? Like, that's yeah. what this is? Um, yeah, I, I think everything you said is right. You know, if you're going to do a Bad Bunny Drake song, let them both play into their strengths. And maybe that would have been a different song, which would have been fine. And maybe this song would have existed with someone else on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, not like not a knock on the song. It is good. I just agree that the pairing and the result of that pairing is a little Yeah. Off. I think especially like after like, you know, like we saw Bieber, who certainly can't sing in Spanish, uh, you know, do sound so great on Despacito and then mm-hmm. Beyonce on Mi Gente. And, you know, again, Beyonce's not... You know, she's not a Latin artist, but she sounded great on that. And then for this to come along, like, the bar's already been set pretty high, and you're kind right. of like, eh. Like, mm. Yeah. Anyways, that is my thought. I I guess I'm more comfortable with it than, than you, but, yeah, I like it. All right. I mean, you know, ultimately, Drake wins no matter what Drake does. Exactly. he's, like, the biggest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, I, I agree. But, um, anyways, so, Bad Bunny and Drake... Uh, Mia or all caps MIA here it is All right, uh, Lindsay. <laughs> yep. Every step that I take, this is sounds like a ballad. Yeah, we're it's gonna, really not. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna end with a very Wait, we're not like Lindsay one Cor- more song. No, no, I'm saying we're gonna end with a very Lindsay core pick, and then a very Joe core pick. So yeah. let's do That's it. True. Let's end strong, guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. All right. So we got Tom Morello, and this is in your email, all caps, featuring Portugal the man. And Weethan. I and shouldn't Weathen. leave him on. Yeah, but yeah. I mean. Weethan of our 21 under 21 list. Yeah, of 21 under 21 fame, Weethan. <laughs> um, yeah, so just to start, this Tom Morello album, The Atlas Underground, came out today. Um, the song I picked had, came out as a single, but, you know, got to talk about it today. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have mixed feelings about this album. I think it is awesome what he did. Um, he put together basically like a a dance rock pop album um every single track has a feature on it everyone from like marcus mumford to knife party to portugal the man to bass nectar steve aoki it's just wild if you look through it um and you know not every song works but for the most part they do and i think this is a good example of one that really clicked for all of the people involved um I don't have too much. And, and you interviewed him about this, right? Yeah, yeah, we did yeah, talk so about it what, a little bit. What did he say anything about this? Did you ask about Portugal? <laughs> of course I did. He calls um John Gorley Johnny. <laughs> I'm not on that level yet, but <laughs> <laughs> um no, but one of the things I asked him, like, you know, Portugal the man, they're pretty active in terms of having a stance and having a voice on social media for political issues. Tom Morello obviously has the same thing going on. Yeah. Um, so I asked if that was at all a common thread when deciding who to work with, and it absolutely was for him. So I think a lot of these songs do have a stronger message. Um, there's a good one with Vic Mensa, um, which is also, you know, sort of a natural but unexpected fit there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I'm a we fan of this Tumbrello, album. Tom Chicago? Oh, yeah. We talked about yeah, the Cubs so for Vic a long time. Man. Yeah. 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 Um, he actually, he's from Libertyville, which is like maybe a half hour away from where I grew up. Oh, wow. Yeah. We go way back. <laughs> All six years of your life, you go way back. <laughs> yep. I just keep getting younger and younger. I love it. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, so I I don't know. Not like sold. I'm I'm not sold on this. That's like fine. I like I actually I really like Tom Morello's guitar at the very end. Uh mm-hmm. it's doing a very cool like 80s hair metal thing. Um, that reminds me specifically of kind of like the metal you would hear in these like really cheesy 80s movies, but in like a good way. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, like it's the, it's like Portugal kind of doing that thing. There's like the rumbly bass line, the high pitch vocals. Mm-hmm. It's like a good groove, but it just, I don't know. It just doesn't land for me or something. That's it's just fine. like, it's like fine. It's just yeah. the, the elements like on paper I would read like how it sounds and what's going on and be like oh that sounds cool but it just it doesn't add up to me for some reason but yeah. I, mean, I don't hate it. Did you have thoughts Jason? I uh I'm kind of with you. I I'm a little bit higher on the song. It ju- it just sounds like a pretty good Portugal the Man song yeah. with a little bit of electric guitar added in and uh yeah, that's really all I got. Like I think it's I think it's I think it's a pretty good song and mm-hmm. uh yeah, that's really all I got. Well, cool. I'll take it. I will take it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I didn't. I didn't mind it. Um, yeah, Portugal the Man. Yeah. Portugal the Man from our, from Billboard's number one Portugal the Stan. Oh, they call me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's Tom Morello featuring Portugal the Man and Weathen, um, and it's called Every Step That I Take, and here it is. Shadows, we foot on the brakes, we foot to the gallows where it's quiet and safe. Every step that I take. All right, next and last, uh is my <laughs> pick. One of my picks. It is yes. time. Jason's gonna drag me for this. Um, drag him. So uh, it's Elvis Costello and the Imposters. Elvis mm-hmm. Costello has a new album called Look Now. Uh, you song, talked to Elvis recently. I, similar to you talking to Tom. Yes. We're <laughs> going to end this with two uh, two favorites who we both interviewed. Um, so I interviewed Elvis Costello, which was really exciting. I mean, we do a lot of interviews here, but typically they're over the phone. I got to sit uh-huh. down with him in a hotel room. It was fantastic. Uh, chatting with him he's obviously just a huge huge like music fan and knows a lot about deep music history um but anyway so the the one i picked uh is called photographs can lie um i think it's very interesting it's uh him reteaming with burt Bacharach. uh burt Bacharach is obviously one of the most prolific successful and acclaimed uh songwriters of the 20th century Mm -hmm. um and he worked with elvis costello on a really gorgeous album from now i can't remember if it's 97 or 98 but it's called painted from memory um and it's one of elvis costello's i would say probably best maybe top five maybe albums um and bird Backrack is on three of the songs on the album uh costello also co-wrote a song with carol king on it which is obviously a big get she's another one of those <laughs> greatest of all time 20th century uh songwriters but this one is called photographs can lie it's a pretty um muted musically affair uh the lyrics are about uh kind of a daughter contemplating uh that she her you know like her view of her father has changed as now she's grown up she you know used to idolize him but then she found out about an affair he was having and now she can't look at him the same way and you know like the photographs are happy but photographs can lie etc etc um when i talked to him about the album he said a lot of the themes about you know a lot of the songs are about these sort of like everyday tragedies things that he described as like 
not you know nothing earth shattering but just kind of these like set you know like uh, a divorce, say, like trying to move on and find the confidence to date again, or mm-hmm. in this case, you know, a, a daughter realizing she had a rose-tinted view of her father who wasn't perfect. These sort of like very like minor but still like personally significant sad things. Um, and I love that. I think that's that's yeah. cool. Like I think there's sometimes you know songs can be about too much drama, and like th- this is no less interesting or, or real life. Um, and it's it's great, but. Yeah, I mean to take a take a long view of Elvis Costello's career. Like, it's interesting because he started out kind of in the exact other direction of just writing kind of broader pop songs. You could say, on like my my aim is true and this year's model. Like, they're much more like universal and these, mm-hmm. these are much more zoomed in and personal and and you know lyrically intimate. Um, yeah, this was like. Uh, classic Joe Lynch pick, but I like it. I I like it. Um, And I think that, uh, you know, it's, you, when you get to the stage of your career with Elvis Costello, uh, that Elvis Costello's in, we always say, like, someone like him has nothing to prove, but like, he wants to keep making music, he wants to keep figuring out new things to say, and I feel like this is a a pretty good way of, of doing that, of just, zooming in on on different themes that you really want to explore in depth uh and i appreciate that yeah didn't yeah. see that didn't see that coming joe i did didn't you? see that coming no yeah that's I right i really didn't either yeah yeah i think i'm about to be the bad guy oh Ouch. what are you gonna damn. say um no i mean i i do like it i like it mm-hmm. a little more knowing everything that you just said about the influences and mm-hmm. sort of why he went down this road. It's just a little too soft for me. A little too soft. Sure. A little too sleepy. Um, I don't know. I love the song title. Like mm-hmm. that to me is really interesting. But yeah, other than that. You like the, the penmanship more than the, yeah. the music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like, so you saw the title and you're like, photographs can lie. And then you were disappointed about how they, they can how lie. How they lie. <laughs> I yeah. Understand. Cool. Um, I'm looking this up right now because I cannot think of it off the top of my head. Oh, uh, also, Burt Bacharach is 90. Like, just shout out <laughs> to people who are, like, about 90 Bert. and still making music. Like, yeah. Tony Bennett just had an album, like... I think Burt just worked with Andrea Bocelli, too. He's just really... Like, I th- that just astonishes me, honestly. Yeah. Like... At that age, I would just be like, I owe you nothing. <laughs> you people don't deserve anything more from me. I'm done. I'm yeah. just watching TV. Like, go away. But no, good on him. Still writing Wants to music. keep busy. Yeah. Um, anyways, well, let's listen to it. It's uh, Elvis Costello and the Imposters, uh, co-written with Burt Bacharach. It's called Photographs Can Lie. All right, that was new Elvis Costello, um, and that's all we got for this podcast. That's all we got. Can Thank- I give Can I give one shout out? And I wanted to I wanted to pick uh, something from this album, but it came out mm-hmm. last week. I wanted to uh, talk about Lil Baby and Gunna and Drake and Bad Bunny. But have either of you listened to the new? And I'm gonna censor it. The new Effed Up album. Oh, oh I should, have not. Damn it! We should. I should have picked I, one of those. Oh yeah, you did say that you liked I it as well. I loved it. We, Great. Can, we can say it. The, the band is a punk band called Fucked Up. Wow. That's also so at the end of the podcast Whoa. here. So you know, you <laughs> cover get, your ears. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's so yeah, good. It's called new, Dose Your Dreams. Yeah. New album is 
incredible. If, if anyone's like a fan of, I've been maybe we can some, like, maybe talk about it next week. Even. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But if anyone's a fan of uh, David Comes to Life, which was I think the 2010 album. Yeah, that's yeah, that was did, my f- which I adored that album. Yeah. And then the follow up Glass Boys, I was pretty it's, like. Eh. Um, I think they were too. No, well, actually, I interviewed uh, the guy, the oh. main guy, Pink Eyes, and he he said they really liked Glass Boys, but they. 100% were aware of the fan response to it yeah. and that the fans were pretty much like we don't care for this at all yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah we should that's, this is a really Those good album dreams. shout out and, you know we also miss talking about the Cher ABBA covers album <laughs> we, we didn't yes, miss we, that yes, what, what we, are you talking about that was yes, so Joe, good yes we missed <laughs> uh, it was so good <laughs> how did we oh we just you had just, it on the agenda and just fell right it's, off it's so much fun you guys are jerks uh, um, sorry, I will Cher. also say that I so someone uh, gave us uh, we got another five star rating. Thank you to that. But we thank need more you. reviews. We need five more stars. We need more reviews. <laughs> Let's. Uh, we need reviews and that describe Joe's voice. Yeah. Uh, please, please write reviews. Please, yes, please. and tweet us please. again. Shout out Chad. Thank shout you. Out shout Chad. out Chad. Um. All right. Thanks for listening. Tweet us. Review us. Whatever else. Write us letters. The fan things. mail. Yeah. Man, um, <laughs> Uh, and yeah, we'll catch you next week. Thank you. <laughs> and we'll, goodbye. We'll, and bye. <laughs>